Hey guys, and welcome to Save Continue Podcast. My name is Sinead Howard. This is Tommy Shelby. Hello. And Ryan Robinson. Hi, my name is Ryan Robinson. Uh, every week we get it. Every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. Yep. Uh, so, what have y'all been playing? You guys want to go? You want me to go? I want you to go, and then I want to go. Okay, so I've been playing a lot, but only two real things of note. Uh, I played like six hours of the Grand Blue Fantasy versus beta. What is uh, that? The closed beta. So Grand Blue Fantasy is a very popular mobile game in Japan. I see. I know nothing about it. Okay. Uh, but the FTC as a whole has been pretty excited for this fighting game based on that property to come out. So are you playing it on your phone? No, I'm playing it on the P- PlayStation. Oh. Um, so it's made by Arc System Works, like in-house. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it follows the same visual form formula that was started with Guilty Gear Exerd and went on to Dragon Ball Fighters in that it's uh, 3D but looks 2D. Sure. Is that the one that I saw you playing when I came in? No. Oh, okay. Um, it's interesting. It's like very back to basics. So like you've got these four cooldown meters at the top, like near your health bar, you know? Okay. Like Diablo cooldown squares, like that, you know? Huh. And like they're free, they're tied to special moves. Uh, so if you are new to fighting games, you can pull off special moves and they, they you know, take time to recharge and you can pull them off again, very similar to uh, Rising Thunder. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not into that, you know? Sure. <laughs> but, but you can do special moves with regular commands, you know, quarter circles, that sort of thing. Um, and so it, you can you, do quarter, you can do with commands or like, is it like a button press? Like I think it's the, like forward. I think it's like a direction and a button okay. to just do it on the fly. Uh, but you can do it with regular fighting game style moves. And if you do it that way, your cooldown is almost non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, so th- there's the trade-off there, okay. you know. Um, visually, it's very striking. It is like you, people, if you just saw a screenshot of it, you would assume it's an anime game. It's not an anime game. Like, it, yes, it's visually anime, but it's not anime game in the way we talk about anime fighters. Sure. Um, so, like, there's no instant air dash or anything like that. It's a much slower paced game. So there's very, very few combos. Like, what, there's combos, but it's like two, three hits, you know? What's a game that I would, that you could compare it to? Um, like, it's it's closer to Street Fighter than something like Blaze Blue. Okay. You know? Um it's a lot of like, you know, footsies and pokes and, you know, doing a couple of moves back to back and then backing off. And it's, I don't know how, like, I like it, you know, uh, but I don't know if I'm going to like really play a lot of it. We'll see. Like it comes out, I think around the same time as Samurai Showdown, which I'm probably more likely to pick up. Sure. But it's cool, though. It's very cool. And if you're new to fighting games, I definitely recommend it. Mm. Um, and then, of course, I've been playing Undernight in Birth X Late Est. <laughs> what is that? Uh, it's the newest iteration of Undernight in Birth. It's the one that will be at Evo. Uh, it's a fighting game. It's really, really cool. And it's so it's so interesting, man. Like, So I downloaded it because it's going to be at Evo, you know? And I wanted to see what it was all about. That's the game you were just playing. Yeah. Okay. I want to see what it was all about. Because 
a lot of people were complaining about it being an Evo, you know? And why would they complain about it? Because I know that you said, like, earlier that uh, they aren't, it's not as popular or as well known as some of the other games at Evo. But yeah. I mean, I think that's why. I think it's because there's bigger games with bigger player bases. There's games that are not going to be at Evo, and this is going to be in their place. Yeah. You know, like, uh, things like that. But any, anyhow, it's uh, it's very interesting. So I started playing it, didn't really understand what was going on, and, like, you know, eventually started learning more and more about it. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got, like, this really weird system called the grid system. So, like, you've got your health bars up top. Down, you've got, like, below you've got, like, your super meters, like any traditional modern fighting game. But in between those, you have this weird grid-shaped meter with, like, a circle in the middle of it, right? Mm-hmm. And basically, it's like a tug-of-war. So, like, as you're attacking your opponent, uh, the grid pushes to their side of the screen and vice versa. As they uh, play more aggressively, it pushes to your side of the screen. You can also, like, push grid with, like, uh, it's not really parries, but it's similar to parries. Uh, and then the circle is actually this timer. So whoever has more of the grid, once that timer ends gets what's called Vorpal. So you got like this blue mist around your character, you know? Mm-hmm. And it just makes all of your attacks stronger. It allows you to do different things. Um, so I've never played a game like it. And it's super fast, right? Like it's it's really fast, but it's like somewhere between a Street Fighter and an, and an anime game. Yeah. You know, like there's no instant air dash. There's air dash, but sure. there's no instant air dash. There's no super jump, but like it's still just generally very, very fast. Um, really cool game. I'm very close to the platinum and like going through that, I try to find people to play with because the online is like kind of barren. Like it's pretty barren, at least in our region. Yeah. Uh, so I found you think maybe that'll change it. after, after Evo. I would have thought that it would change before Evo, Yeah. but who knows? Hopefully after Evo that changes. Um, we were just talking about it before the show. There's going to be more people playing this at Evo than Tekken 7 or Dragon Ball Fighters, right? which is fucking nuts to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, yeah, it's kind of interesting, though. Like, it, that aspect of it I kind of like a lot. The, the fact that not a lot of people are playing it. It's, like, it's weird because, like, I, I've, I found a Discord for it, which even finding a, a Discord for it, like a current working Discord link for it, was hard to do. That's um, crazy. So I found that, and through that, I've been meeting people and playing with them here and there. And through that, I learn about Melty Blood, you know, which I, I own Melty Blood, but I've never played it. I didn't know the two games were connected. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that name more than a few times, yeah. but I've never actually seen the game in action. So Melty before. Blood was a PS2 game. I think it was Japan exclusive. I okay. could be wrong, uh, but it's from the same developers. Similar, similar gameplay style. Anyways, through that, I start researching Melty Blood and uh, uh, Undernight and Birth and all that. And, uh, you know, turns out that this is where where Spooky starts. Like, te- the, like Team Spooky right. starts with Melty Blood in New York. Like, playing these games on busted-ass laptops on sidewalks. Yeah. Like, yeah. stealing people's power. It's, yeah. it's very, very interesting. Um, like, it's this whole different culture. And you feel like when you become a part of the Undernight community, you almost feel like you're part of, like, the secret club. Yeah. It's like the fucking Midnight that's, Society, that's kinda man. kind of cool, it's, it's though. It's really neat. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you feel ownership over it, yeah. you know? Uh, you, think that'll, you think that feeling will change if the game gains more popularity? I don't know, but, like, either way, it's a good thing. Yeah. You know, like, more eyes on it means that there will be 
hopefully more players, more people playing the game, more people buying the game, and maybe another game in the future. We do know that there is another game in the works that is just another iteration on this game, um, which was out later this year. But, uh, yeah, it's super, super good. I mean, it looks cool. Uh, what I don't like... So, it's got one button auto combo, uh, like Dragon Ball Fighters, uh, right? I don't like that. And a lot of games are doing this nowadays. Uh, what I don't mind about it, and I can't speak to Dragon Ball Fighters because I haven't really played it, is the one button auto combo is very limited, right? Um, it's mapped to your light attack. It can only go for so long before it stops. And then the, the game's got like a built-in... Uh, like, I don't know what you want to call it, like, uh, like infinite prevention almost, you know, like any combo that is a possible infinite combo could not be, could not be done. Like once you use up that part of a combo with a light attack, go to heavy, go to, go to medium, go to heavy, and you go back to light attack, you need to do something different with that light attack or sure. it's going to stop you. That's cool. You know, so like, yeah, it's neat. I want to, uh, when I, when we actually get some time, uh, probably, you know, on one of my days off, probably try to check that game out. Cause you should, uh, uh it sounds neat. I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my mind around it. Just and so I think you should check out it. Grand Blue as well, because like Grand Blue is very much in the vein of like a lot of these newer style fighting games, like Street Fighter five, like Mortal Kombat 11, in that it's very, it goes old school and it goes very slow mm -hmm. and it's all about fundamentals. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Mm. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to hear what I've been playing? Sure. Yep. You guys hear? Okay, so I got a, I got a few of them. Uh, so you guys hear of a game called Void Bastards? Yes. No. Okay, so Void. I didn't know it was out, but yeah. Yeah, I got a, I got an email that it was out the other night, and um, so, uh, Void Bastards, uh, made by former System Shock and Bioshock devs, uh, is a, um, it's a run-based, uh, first-person shooter. Uh, the setting is basically you're a space convict and you are trying to earn your freedom by doing different missions like salvaging stuff on ships and bringing it back to what is known as the Ark. I, I'm, I'm sorry. What do you mean by run-based? Like, like it's all it's all proc gen and everything's different and like you you die and your stuff is your stuff carries over and stuff like that. So it's like a rogue light. Yeah, yeah. very. It's a it's it's described in the in the copy as rogue like, but it's. That's not roguelike. That's roguelite. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's it's very much in the roguelite uh, arena. But it's a um, it's a really neat game. So basically, like you have uh, and and one thing it reminded me, uh, Tom, you like Rogue Legacy quite a lot. And, oh yeah, Rogue Legacy is great. Uh, and it's not it's not similar to Rogue Legacy, but what reminded <laughs> what well, but I'm gonna bring so it. So you're up. gonna hate this one. <laughs> I was not finished. <laughs> uh, no, so you know how like on each character on Rogue Legacy like had like randomized traits or whatever. Yeah. So that so that's what made me think of Rogue Legacy because each convict that you that you get they have randomized traits. Like sometimes they they are an advantage, sometimes they're a disadvantage. Right. Uh, so for example, you have you might have one in like and a lot of times like and well, every time it'll show you like what they're what they've been incarcerated for. And uh, sometimes the reason for their incarceration will figure into whatever traits that they have. Mm -hmm. Like, for example, this guy uh, got he was incarcerated for for burglary. So uh, that made it so that he's able to lock and unlock doors faster. Yeah. Uh, but there's another guy who was like he was a smoker 
and that's not why he got locked up. But so he, he can't run. But he can he can run, but he like periodically he coughs, mm-hmm. so that compromises him when you're trying to be stealthy. I see. Um, I mean, I'm a smoker and I'm not very stealthy, so holds up. Sure, but I feel like it you're sounds like, a lot like Rogue Legacy. So, like not in just the randomized traits, but in stuff carrying over between runs as well. Yeah, I mean, obviously, it's not like it's a different genre, right? So yeah, you, yeah. I wouldn't say if you like Rogue Legacy, you're gonna like this. Yeah, but and it does I sound and very much like it though. Yeah. So, um, and it's got a really cool, like, very, like, comic book presentation, and I think it actually is based on a comic book. Um, yeah, I remember what it looked like. Like, I remember seeing the trailer for it. What's What's interesting to me is like I remember when that trailer came up, a lot of people were talking about this game. Yeah. And, like, now it's out, and I didn't know it was out, and I've heard nobody but you talking about it, you know? It's like, yeah. people just, people's memories are so fucking It's weird, short, right? You know? Well, it's funny because, like, I found out about the game because of XO18. Right. Because that they, sh- they shit it off because they were going to put it on Game Pass. Uh, so, anyway, so, basically, you're going through each, like, each, uh, you're going through these, like, derelict ships, and each ship has, like, different kinds of, like, different kinds of enemies on there, and, like, each time you go to a ship... It'll give you a kind of a preview of you know what kind of enemies you can expect, okay. uh, which can also kind of inform your decision of whether or not you want to try to board that ship. Um, and so you're looking for different resources, like you might be looking for ammo, or you might be looking for fuel for your little craft. Or you might be looking for food uh, because every time you move between ships, you're going to use you're going to use a unit of fuel and you're going to use a unit of, uh, of food. So if you run out of food, then each time you make a move, then you're going to lose some health. I don't know what happens when you run out of fuel. That hasn't happened to me yet, but um, but you know, it, each each ship has like different variables. Like you might go on the ship and it's like, oh, the power's out, so you got to restore the power so that the doors work. You start gonna, you start opening containers, um, and uh, the and the enemies kind of just wander around and like they're and uh, you you can get a sense of you know what's behind the door because like it'll do like very um comic book style like. You know how comic book styles always have onomatopoeias whenever like, like the sound happens. So yeah. so like you might hear like you might see like tap 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 tap, which sells you like this kind of enemies around, right? Or uh, you know something like that. So it's actually it's really it's it's really really cool. Um, it's got some it's got some interesting weapons. Like the shotgun is re- is basically like this gun that shoots staples. Uh, it's it's really it's 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 weird, but uh, it's really it's it's. It's a really neat thing, you know. Um, I want to put more time into it. Uh, I started playing it at like three in the morning when it like like the you know the night that it came out, and so like I was really tired. And that game was like it was like playing on my like anxiety quite a bit because it's yeah. like it's got that kind of tone. Um, but it's got like it's got its own like kind of kind of it's got like a very dry humor to it. Um, but it, you know, overall, it's it's pretty neat. I think from what I'm reading, it takes like. Um, it, they said it's like a the 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 store page says it's a ten to fifteen hour game, um, so I guess that's you know to complete one run, like assuming you don't die during that run is ten to fifteen hours. Um, really, that's I a mean long that, run. I I don't know. I've never I've never actually completed a run before, so I don't I don't know. I bet they're saying ten to fifteen hours, like with losses and all that. Yeah, maybe. Um, and you know something like uh. Like for also, there's like uh like pi- like space pirates. Yeah. And so once they, if they get a lock on your signature, they'll try to follow you to whatever ship you're going to. Yeah. And so they'll board the ship the same time as you, and they kind of they kind of make 
shit more difficult because they're going to be hunting. They're going to be hunting you, but they're also fighting the enemies at the same time. So you can kind of sometimes be like strategic about it. Yeah, not knowing the game, I would assume that that's where they're going off with the time estimate because if you think about games that are similar, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's Rogue Legacy or Spelunky or whatever it is, right? Uh, down well, like one successful run is usually pretty brief mm-hmm. because that successful run is difficult. Yeah, uh, you know if. If it's a 15-hour game and you die at hour 14, you're going to be fucking pissed and not want to play it anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? What, I, what I'm what i not used to is um, any game that identifies itself as a roguelike. I'm not used to seeing any sort of um, adjustable adjustable difficulty setting. Yeah. Um, so I kind of played with that a little bit. And so... That's I, interesting. So I was playing on... I was playing a lot of it on normal. And then I tried it on... I tried it on the hardest difficulty, which that shit didn't happen. But... Then if you put it all the way, there's the easiest level. The easiest difficulty level is, is called easy peasy. Yeah. And it's true because like you put it on that, you just kind of fly through it. And it kind of like putting it on that difficulty kind of trivializes a lot of like a lot of the kind of um, kind of the light survival elements that they're trying to put in there. Because like the resources are so abundant, like you, it's really hard to run out of bullets and it's like you almost never going to run out of food. It takes a little damage that you kind of just fly through the game like that. Yeah. Uh, so I've never seen a game where I've never seen a, a roguelike or a roguelite where you can adjust the difficulty. So that's um, interesting. Yeah. Uh, it brings up like, you know, a few months ago and it's still still is getting talked about. But, you know, the, the topic of accessibility was going around quite a bit. And is that tied to difficulty and, yeah. you know, whatnot? Uh, we should do an episode on that at some point. Yeah. Um, it's funny because like. Uh, the that conversation was revolved around certain games being too difficult, and like in that a certain game, yeah, yeah. when like and that <laughs> turning and that turning people off, right? Yeah. And the other side of the spectrum, if the default level or the default difficulty level of rogue bat or rogue bastards, uh, void bastards was that easy peasy difficulty, yeah, that would have immediately turned me off. Sure, I think the conversation is not so much about it turning people off. Uh, I think the conversation is more that a certain group of people mm-hmm. think that there should be a mode or some other way to make it that, you know, that everybody could play it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's which, it, which I disagree with strongly, but we'll talk about that another yeah. time. Uh, also, uh, cause you brought up, you brought up Downwell, So that made me think of the other game that I played. Uh, it's a good game called Hella's other demons. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a very, I think it's a very, very cool, uh, like a 2d, Pixelated, uh, um, uh, I I don't want to call it a roguelike because I don't I literally don't think that's what it is. The I'm just gonna use the the terms that are on the store page. Uh, 2D pixelated bullet hell. Uh, and so it's a it's it's uh you're going you have like an overworld that is very similar to something like Super Mario World or whatever, and you go to each level and each level is like the self-contained thing. It's like more like an arena, more like because you're not. You're not going from point A to point B. Right. You're, you're just like in this in this arena, and then you just kill all the enemies that show up, and then the level ends. So like uh, like a Geometry Wars sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's more more similar to Geometry Wars. So like more of that than Raiden. Yeah. 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 Definitely. So um, you basically you're you play this little you play this little demon boy, uh, and he's rebelling against hell because I guess it's boring or something. I don't know. And so you, um, so you're basically each level is you're killing other demons, and so they'll kind of like the demons will spawn in, uh, like it'll spawn in like waves of demons uh, throughout the level, and you just kill you you know you you kill each wave, 
Uh, and as you're doing that, you're charging up your super weapon. The only one that I've unlocked so far is this like giant laser beam that comes out of his chest. And uh, uh, it basically, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he basically like anything that gets caught in the path of it, like it's, it's immediately vaporized. Um, but like it's got, havoc. it's got a lot of. Is uh, havoc vaporized or is it like a is it like a knockback? It like seems cyclops? like a concussive burst with with havoc. Like cyclops is just like You're bam, right. like a punch, you know. Uh, and they come from the same thing, right? No, what I like about what I like about Havoc and and how he was presented in first class is to do it. He's got to do a hula hoop, he does a little hula hoop, and then the and then the thing comes. I don't, out. Even, I don't remember. Yeah, you got to watch that because like every time I mean, I've seen it, because like once they, once, they, once they show him, once they get him his uh his his yeah. harness, I guess yeah. he starts doing a little hula hoop, and then the blast comes out. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I but I don't think it's the exact same thing as Scott's. I think that they're... But they come from the same thing. Yeah, yeah they come from they're the same loins. thing. They're loins. But they're... <laughs> yeah, they both come from the loins. <laughs> but uh, it is a t- different type of blast. I know... So uh, it's not like a punch. I think that it works very similar to a punch, but I know that there is a reason why their powers cancel each other out, and it's not because it's the exact same thing. Well, it's because they're brothers. Yeah. Yeah, tail is old as time. Fancy, and they're singing in their color. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Anyway, so um, <laughs> the present the presentation is very much like it's like a lot of reds and whites and uh, like similar to Downwell, um, but like it's got a really it's got a really cool uh, um, kind of a rhythm to it. Um, it's it's very simplistic, you know. But I've never like, heard of it, but it sounds cool. It's it's really cool. It's about it's like ten dollars on Steam. It's also on Switch. Okay. Uh, so um, yeah, I like it a lot. I've I've been I've been wanting to put more time into it. I just didn't, I haven't really had the chance to. But it's a it's a really neat little game. Like you can kind of just pick up and pick it up and play it for you know a few minutes and then put it down. Um, it's got uh, it's got kind of a um, a story mode, uh, but there's also got like a like an endless wave mode that you can that you can also do. And it's got like it's you know you know got leaderboards and stuff. But it's a it's a really neat it's a really neat little game. Um, and then of course. Um, Oh, I've been playing one other game, Darkwood. Have you guys heard of that? Is that what you call it now, Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> I masturbate, yeah. <laughs> Go away, I'm playing Darkwood. <laughs> uh no, so Darkwood is this is it's a it's um I wanna say it's a survival game, but I might I might be mistaken on that, but it's essentially you are this guy and you are you're stuck in this in these uh, in this forest in like night in these woods in these in the titular dark woods yeah uh, in like 1980s Russia or something, and apparently like it's almost impossible to escape, but you're trying to find a way out, um, and so every so it has like a day and night cycle, so you start in you start in this little house. And you venture out to the house to find materials to, like, you know, barricade your house and, like, make weapons and stuff. And during the day, you're also trying to find a way to escape the woods. And then at night, you want to get back to your house because then all the monsters come out and you're only protected in your house. Uh, because, like, you have this thing on the stove that, like, emits this, like, weird mist that keeps the monsters at bay. So you keep you stay inside the house at night so the monsters can't get you. Mm. Um, I don't it, like it. It's, uh... It seems kind of. It seems like it could be neat, but I've in the time that I've spent with it, it seems a little bit. Um, the, like some of the stuff isn't very intuitive. Like a lot. Like some of the, 
because uh, it tries to be very minimalist. I'm sorry, am I boring you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. It, it, it seems like it's, a, it's doing that thing where like it's not going to explain a whole lot to you. Uh, it's just gonna. It's trying to let you just figure st- stuff out as you go. Yeah. Um, and like even the in-game map, it doesn't tell you exactly where you are on the map. It kind of just it it will mark down reference points on the map, and you kind of have to look around where you are to figure That's out cool. like where that. you are. Um, but I think that the game could be cool. But as of right now, I'm kind of, I, yeah, I've, I've, I'm kind of lukewarm on it right now. But it seems like it, it might be neat. It might. It seems like it also that it could be kind of ooky spooky. And of course, I've been playing a lot of Mortal Kombat. Who are you maining? Jax. How are you liking it? I like it a lot. So I'm. So what I'm basically I've been I've been working on his combos because like one of the main things like all of it seems like all of Jax's combos. Uh, end in some kind of grab. Okay. Um. So the main, th- the main, th- like, so all of the combos that I've been doing are, you know, they're three or four hits, but like they kind of, they kind of are immediate knockdown, or they immediately push them away. And I haven't really been able to, uh, because a lot of it is like uh, juggling, juggling a juggle combo that ends in a grab. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to kind of get that down, but it's, it's been, it's been challenging. So let me tell you my secret that I just learned over the past couple of weeks. Okay. For years now, with fighting games, I go into training mode, and I'll spend like 70% of my time in training mode. Mm-hmm. Then I'll go into player matches, then I'll go into ranked matches, right? Mm-hmm. So I've tried to change my mentality, because like in training mode, I learn all this complicated shit, beautiful combos, and I yeah. get in a match, and I'm just fucked, right? Yeah. Uh, I've started looking at things in a different way, in that, when I'm in those, uh, the player matches, the casual matches, right? Mm-hmm. My goal is not to win. My goal is to do the combo. Sure. And that, just that has improved me so much. Yeah. And that's kind of the, so I'll, uh, I'll go into training mode for like a few minutes just to warm up my joints. Yeah. Uh, cause I want to pull nothing. Well, I'm getting on in age and you know, I kind of got to loosen up. So uh, so I'll do I'll do training mode for a little bit, but then like I went into you know I went I, I went online and naturally I'm getting my ass kicked. I'm like I'm like three and forty right now. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, but um, like it's the the thing that's been happening with me is even as I'm losing, I'm kind of I'm kind of seeing like the wheels turning, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of seeing like how. I'm seeing how things are like working together. I'm seeing how I can use different combos in different situations. And I'm learning that because in uh street fighter five, I was spending a lot of time in practice, like just doing like, I was just, I was just doing combos over and over again or doing special moves and trying to link them and everything. But I'm learning now that like the best training mode is like other people. I still think training mode is very, very important. Like yeah. just plain, no movement training mode is fucking, it's a must to me, but like, Learning the combo there and then taking it into a player match and focusing on just doing that one combo. Yeah. Gets you to the point where you know when you should be doing it. And then now, like, ranked, I'm just, boop, 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 you know, <laughs> yeah. no problem. Yeah. Uh, because I think, so, in the tutorial for Mortal Kombat, like, it's because it seems a lot of the verbiage in that tutorial seems geared toward people who aren't familiar with, like, a lot of um, fighting game fundamentals or right. verbiage and stuff like that. So it tries to teach you... Uh, at some point, it's like like this move is unsafe, right? So I tried to teach you that, but like I didn't really get a firm grasp of that until it I was able to see in practice how that move was unsafe. Mm-hmm. 
and now I have a better idea of like when to do a move and, and like when to like maybe reconsider something else. Uh, but yeah, I've been this guy last night. He beat my jacks, oh, right? Actually, he beat my jacks. Listen, and then so he okay. beat he beat me a few times as jacks. Then you know what this guy did? He played he, as jacks. He he went to character select selected jacks, right? Yeah. And I mm -hmm. was like, fuck that. And so instead, I was like, you think you because because what I thought was gonna happen is I thought he was gonna he, I thought he, he was gonna beat me as jacks, and then I thought I was gonna get some kind of rude message afterwards. But so I was like, I'm switching to Cabal. And so I did that, and then I, I dispatched him rather easily as Cabal. So I felt pretty good about that. That's so cool. you want to hear what I've been playing? Nah. Okay. I'm just oh, kidding. wait, today, as we need to tell you, Undernight in Birth, uh -huh. along with Melty Blood as well, uh, they totally have like this VN mode, and it's like this full-fledged fucking visual novel. You like those, Shanae? I do. Yeah. I actually am going to talk about something right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I have games to talk about that are not Kingdom Hearts. Finally. I know. I hope it's Kirby. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I just I just said there's a Kingdom Anyways, so, so there's basically only one really good Atomi game on the Switch. And I've been kind of putting it off. So you've played them all? Uh, I've played... Uh, just go ahead, Shanae. Not the point. Yeah, you're right. Thanks. I told you he'd pounce. Just pounce. <laughs> So, uh, so it's called, it's called night, it's called night. About all these other poor little games that might be great. Sure. That's also a fair point. Go fluff yourself, Tommy. I'm talking about games now. So, uh, so Nightshade is the game. Uh, it has a lot of really good reviews. Any relation to Night Trap? No. Okay. On PC as well. It sounds like a horny game. Is it a horny game? Uh, I mean, it's, it's a romance game, but it's not a sexy game. There's no sex. Okay. And how romantic could it be, you know? <sighs> I, I played it. It's great. Whatever. I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm, oh, come on, Shade. What's the, what's the, what's Nightshade about? Can I fucking finish? Yeah. <laughs> you can fucking finish. Uh, so it's actually really good. It's been a really long time since I've had an Atomi really interest me like this. A lot of times when I do want to play like a really in-depth Atomi, I tend to go back to the ones that I have liked for years and I've talked about on the show before. I have one question. I'm sorry. Uh, is it fun to redo an Otomi if you've like done everything already? Uh, if it's been like a while, like I, I have a goldfish memory, so like I vaguely remember. Do you read books more than once? No. Uh, I do. I I do as well. Uh, so like I vaguely remember like all the mechanics and like you know generally like which character routes I liked a lot. But sometimes I can't remember why I liked them. Mm. Uh, so like I'll go back and it's like you know just recaching a story and this is definitely gonna be one of those games i'm actually looking forward to replaying it uh and it's been a while since i've felt that way about a like visual novel i'm giving myself a break so i actually enjoy the story a lot more <clears throat> and i have like goals about what i'm gonna do with it on my next re like replay but uh that was like super exciting to find that i also started once i finished it i like kind of like I just got like sad and I was like, well, I need something else to play now. And it was like instant. Normally I'm like, all right, well, like I just spent that money. I'll go like I have this other like backlog of books or whatever. I'll go check those out. And then normally I end up replaying the same things I always have. So um, I've been so then I started looking at the Nintendo Switch store because I played it on the Switch. And uh, I bought Old Man's Journey. 
That was on sale. Okay. Old Man's Dirty Journey. Journey. Oh. It's like a point and click adventure. Uh, it was, and it's about a man uh, dealing with like loss and grief. Mm. And it was really, really touching. The visuals on it are really enjoyed. It's only five dollars right now because it's on sale, and I would just highly recommend it. I don't want to like spoil anything, but like basically, like he's just tra- tra- traversing the landscape, and like you just point and move things. Or click on move things. Is the old man, is he named Irving? Uh, I don't believe he has a name. Because okay. there's oh. like there's no dialogue in it. Because Irving's this man is the ultimate old man. Yeah, he made, he made me real sad. And then in like some points. And um, I actually for the first time used like the Nintendo coins. Like I've acquired. I love those things. What's man? Nintendo coins? Every time you buy anything on the store, Nintendo gives you back these coins that you can use same as cash. I think like one coin equals a penny or something like that. I don't. I don't About, know. About yeah. Either way, like it's it's great. Like if you buy a lot of games like me, I don't play pay for Switch online. My fucking Nintendo coins pay for it. You know. Um, and then I. Then I started going through about like, and then I really, really enjoyed it. I was surprised how much I liked it. But I was like, oh, I mean, I, my Nintendo coins can pay for this. Uh, let's see what it's like. It looks really cute. Yeah. And then it was really sad and touching, and I loved it. Did you and cry? No, I didn't. Okay. Uh, so it wasn't that touching. Uh, I just wasn't that hormonal. Um, so then I, I am. <laughs> so then I started actually exploring <laughs> like the Nintendo Switch store more than just like the games that I kind of know I would already really like. Like, um, I did like look and see what they had as far as visual novels goes. Yeah. And I also got this other one, and I might be misremembering the title of it. But it's basically like life of like an asshole or an idiot, like our life like a big big idiot or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's like you play, and it's like, and it's done in English and French. I didn't look up who the company is, but life I think of it, a big idiot. Is this a fucking video of me? It's a, it's a visual no, uh, life of a big idiot, like on Switch. It's a visual novel. Um, you play. It's like done very. Oh, is that what it's called for sure? Like it's it's a around that of a title. Okay. Like it's very similar, if I'm not correct. Uh, <laughs> That's really funny. And so like you're playing this like jerk of a character. It's very comic book style, uh, like really harsh lines, bright colors, uh, and like you just are this drunk, like insincere jerk. And the premise of it was funny enough for me to get it. Uh, and I was like, you know what? I just want to see what it's like. And uh, it was hot garbage. As like ninety percent <laughs> of the shit on that story is. Yeah, I was like, I was so expecting to have like some like ironic fun with it. I'm like, oh, it's probably so bad, it's good. Uh, it was not. Like the choices were dumb. I didn't like. I thought I would laugh at how like much of a jerk the character is because that's the mm. way it makes it seem from the previews. I did not. Makes me so mad. And I was just like, I was just so disappointed. But then you spent your hard-earned coin on that big idiot. <laughs> I hate that shit, man. Like, there's some really great games on Switch. A, a lot of really great games on Switch, right? Mm-hmm. But like, like literally, like ninety percent of it's trash. Yep. So, lesson learned. I was like, all right, I'm not gonna put more time into this. Learn my lesson with this. So I started going through a bunch of different categories on there. And then just putting, uh, when I get done with the category, uh, I will, as I go through it, I would put stuff on my wish list. Uh, and then once I was done with that category, I'll go to my wish list and then like look up reviews or like more about that game or like what, uh, other like games that, uh, developers put out and things like that. Sure. 
Start doing a little bit more research. Can you search by developer on Switch? I know you can search by publisher. Uh, I I wasn't doing it on Switch. I was like I had my cell oh, okay, phone yeah, yeah. and like was googling. Sure, stuff. sure, sure. Um, and see if like, cause like uh, some of the Atomic games I was thinking about getting, uh, like they're like it's trash on the Switch. Like get it on PC and things like that. How hard could it be to run on one of those on uh, the any port, device? The port was just is just real janky. Wow! Like uh, like controls glitches things. If you like can't that. port one of those. What are you doing? You know? Yeah, exactly. You might as well just close shop. Uh, yeah. So I did that. I've like narrowed down a wish list to like ten games. I really, really re- want to get. There's one that's like the Alchemist's Daughter. I've actually heard of that. And that one looks super dope art style. I really, really like that. It's very. It, might, it reminds me of like Don't Starve. Okay. Like from uh like the art style itself, not the gameplay. Um. And I think I'm gonna play that next. Um. Uh, if you want to play Old Man's Journey, I can give you my Switch stuff so you can, like, do that. Uh, you know, pay you back. But for all the games you've, like, let me play. But, yeah, so I've actually been, like, really getting into video games again. And, like, and like you know, I talked to you a couple weeks ago about, like, you know, getting, like, video game fatigue. Yeah. And, uh, like, putting it in a diff- different perspective. Like, I was saying, I was, like, help me with, like, the achievements in Kingdom Hearts and, like, not getting so bored with that. And then now it's just, I don't know, like now I get home and I'm really excited to play video games. Like I'm at work now, like thinking about which games I want to buy on Switch, like which money, like where do I want to put my money? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's exciting. It's <clears throat> Well, best time right now to be playing video games. What? <laughs> I was trying to, trying to. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to run with the momentum that Shanae had set up, and I ruined it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why you're not hosting anymore. <laughs> That's true. That's why we fired you. Sure. So you uh, fired. Yeah, yeah, you fired. This <laughs> week we're gonna talk about, I guess, like E3 predictions because it's coming out like. Man, the fuck corner. E3, man. Okay. I'm just trying to be controversial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking edge, All right. edge lord over here. Um. I don't know. It's, it's so going to be an interesting one. Who's not going to be there? Sony's not going to be there. Uh, I'm not going to be there. Uh, did I hear that? Is it either EA or Ubisoft? Yeah, I feel like I heard EA wasn't going to be there. Well, they're going to have their own thing, the whatever they call it, in the separate building. It's across yeah. the way. But they won't be, like, actually there. Is Sony... Uh, I don't... Did you hear whether... Is Sony going to do, like, a state of play? I don't think Sony needs to do a state of play, dude. Mm-hmm. They had their last day to play like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. As of this recording, a couple yeah. of weeks ago, they had the Death Stranding reveal, mm-hmm. uh, uh, release date reveal, mm-hmm. and there's rumored to be a Last of Us Two release date reveal within the next few days. Yeah. Well, is that true? I don't know, mm-hmm. but I don't think they need to be there, and I don't think they need to do a state of play for it. Uh, they, sh- I mean, they probably will, but like, notice on the Death Stranding, uh, there's no E3 tied to it yeah or with the state of play i think if they do a state of play that happens to run the same week i don't think e3 will be on that at all you know um yeah i don't know it's it's gonna be a weird one uh square's there i think square has sony spot this year i believe Mm -hmm. and that's exciting uh we know they're gonna talk about final fantasy 7 remake Mm. Um, again yeah well they haven't really talked about it in a long time in like years as a matter of fact 
years. No, like literally years since they've like gone on stage and talked about the game. Like yeah. they've shown, yeah, they've shown the, the, the last trailer, trailer but right. no one has actually right. talked about the game. And they didn't really tell us anything about it as far as like, is it still episodic? Is it not? You know, yeah. things of that nature. We don't know shit about that game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Are they doing anything? What, like what else do they got going on? I mean, they've got the usual, right? We know that they are more than likely going to show Avengers there. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah Crystal yeah. Dynamics, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw, like, uh, another fucking Just Cause or some shit like that. Uh, I don't know. That's the shirt I'm wearing. We'll see. Is Just Cause them? Yeah, it right? is. Uh, I don't think it's time for Tomb Raider yet. I think they need to so, let that sit for a bit. Well, yeah, what is, like, because I remember they said that Tomb Raider, like, um, what was it called? I don't remember what the last one was called. But uh, they said that it underperformed. Uh, and I was wondering, if, like, are they just going to lay off Tomb Raider for a while? Yeah, I mean, it underperformed because of how they've handled that franchise yeah. in the past three games. Yeah. it's And I like those games, yeah. but they fucked themselves on that. Mm-hmm. That, that could have been the next big thing. Yeah. Um, uh, I imagine Tokyo RPG Factory will show their next game. What do you think Microsoft's going to talk about? Microsoft is the most interesting thing. Uh, so <laughs> Phil, Phil Spencer's come out and said that, you know, he's trying to hype it up. And he's talking about, like, making up for so many of the big players not being there. And how he feels like it's mm-hmm. on them to, to present something really big. Don't build um, the hype. He, he talks about all of the studios that they acquired showing what their projects are. You know, uh, which that's a lot. Um, But I think like we will likely see their next console. Oh, I think that's, I feel like that's almost 100%. Uh, New Gears, New Halo, something about Well, I think, I think, I think New Gears might be, well, because they're probably going to talk, if they do talk about Gears, I'm really sure they're going to talk about that Gears pop game. Uh, Uh, Yeah, maybe. I think they're probably going to do New Gears. Um, I think that Something the, Halo. the big thing is, is like they're talking about all these projects from these different developers and like I want to see a new Ninja Theory game. You might. Well, he says you're going to see games from all of them. He literally said we're going to see games from all of the studios they acquired, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is great. But like, are we going to see a piece of concept art? Are we going to see a CG trailer? Splash screen. I don't think there's any way that any of the those uh, any of the new studios are ready to show gameplay. Yeah, I think CG trailer. Even I think even CG trailers, that's and if prob- they are, it's going to be like a smaller game. Yeah, and it's, you know? and I think that's probably like the mo- like the most optimistic you want to get about that stuff. Um, I think Shane's right though. We'll probably see Gears. We'll probably I mean we saw Gears last year, sort of. We saw Halo last year, sort of. We'll probably see more of those. They're not going to happen anytime soon, but we'll probably see them. Um, I don't know. I bet money on those being cross-gen games. We'll probably talk about X Cloud. Uh, yeah. Um. What do you think that? What do you think their sizzle reel is going to be like? The music's going to be to it. Because I'm 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 voting Smash Mouth. It's always techno or dubstep. It's always one of those two. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I I mean, like you can look back on past E3s and when they have a sizzle reel, it like probably ninety five percent of the time starts with Forza close up on a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and that's. And that's another thing t- I want because I think Forza Horizon, like Horizon Four, came out, shit, like mid last year. So like I'm wondering like that because that was kind of like I think the last time they did something like that it was like 
they opened it with Forza, right? I mean, they typically, whenever, like when they showed, uh, they sh- when they showed like the reveal for uh, Scorpio, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Xbox One the, X, it's Forza, they, right? And yeah. they have the, the car. And on why stage. is that? It's because racing games are very easy to make look good. I'm not saying, I'm not trying to play down what Playgrounds did. It's a phenomenal looking game. Yeah. But like, those are the games that typically showcase a console. Right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Did Phil Spencer say like a game for every s- studio or did they say like something? He said he was going to show what every studio has been working on. So that could be that could be as simple as uh, that could be as simple as this is the name of that thing that they were right. working on. Or I'm saying like or just like show them like they're all their offices and just be like, this is all the Microsoft they family. Wouldn't, that wouldn't. That I mean, they very well may. They, they I could, doubt it. but that would be a really. I feel like that would be a waste of everyone's time. That's an expensive waste of time. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like, I mean, I, I, I'm sure we'll see some game that's nearly ready to go from one of those studios, right? But like, that's a lot of studios. Games take time to make, especially if they're going to be of a higher caliber. Yeah. You know. How long ago did they acquire Ninja Theory? Last year. Mm-hmm. All of these were last year. Yeah, they just kind of went on like a buying spree last year. So, Is, um, aren't they the one? What did Ninja Theory Hellblade? Hellblade, yeah. Yep. And that was, and that's fun. It's also because like uh, that at XO eighteen, like Microsoft more than once made it a big deal to say, "Hey, we have Hellblade on our system now." Yeah. Uh, which is it's on all systems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not theirs. They're not making money off of Hellblade. Yeah, but they were. Mm. Uh, they were like, and then they, they were like, "Hellblade's on on Game Pass now. Go play it." So. Yeah. Do you think they're hyping it so much because there's probably a second one that they're going to announce? No, I no. think they're hyping it because they want people to be excited for the, the studio that they now own. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, I think Nintendo is going to probably focus on Animal Crossing. Yeah. Do you think they're going to probably give any more information on Pokemon Sleep? No. I don't. Mm. Unless it in some way ties into Sword and Shield, I don't think so. Um... I want to my. I'm honestly, I want to know what Ubisoft's doing. That's what I want to know. Ubisoft is the most predictable Ubisoft. of them all, right? Like it's always an okay conference. It's yeah. never anything. So they're gonna. So they're gonna talk about. They're gonna talk about their new Ghost Recon game, for sure. Right. They're probably gonna uh, talk about Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah. Um. Are they doing an Assassin's Creed this year? Or are they taking a year off? I think. The, I think they're skipping this year. Okay. Uh, hopefully we don't get this, but we will very likely get some dance routine for Just Dance. <laughs> and I've been saying it every year for the past couple of years, and they don't never do it. I, I think they've just abandoned UB art. Yeah, that's not coming back. And that's like the best thing. That, that's in my opinion the best thing they've done in the past decade is UB art, and they're just they've just abandoned it. Which is which is so weird to me because like some good shit came out of that. Some good money came out of it. Yeah. And yeah. so, like, it just seems like, it seems so strange to just kind of, like, it's... I'm it's, not saying, like, a Rayman Legends doesn't take a while to make, but it doesn't yeah. take as long as an Assassin's Creed. It's not as demanding as an Assassin's Creed or Beyond Good and Evil or a Mario plus Rabbids or whatever it might be. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, pump out more of those. Yeah. Um, uh, What about Bethesda? Oh, yeah. I feel like it's going to be another lackluster year for them. Well, it's like okay, so, conference. So what are they going to like? What do they have to talk about? Right, like they have they have uh, Skyrim. They have always they confirmed have that they're having a conference to. this year. I yeah. don't even 
Yes. Okay. okay. Uh, they are scheduled. I just looked at the schedule right now. Uh, so they are scheduled after uh, Microsoft on Sunday. So, I mean, yeah, we're going to see Wolfenstein. Mm-hmm. Was it Youngblood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Young Guns? Well, that... <laughs> Young Gun. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see Doom, you know, and those are great. I'm, I'm definitely excited to see see more of those games. But, like, a whole, uh, a whole like, presentation on those two games. Though. What I want to know is, A, uh, are they going to Blades. talk... That's what we're going to talk about. What I want to know is, are they going to talk about 76 at all? Will they mention it at all? And if they do mention it, will they make some fucking condescending joke as to why yeah, that game so is so bad? I've been I've been of two minds about that, right? Because yeah. on one hand, like I've been saying, like I don't I sure don't want to have to be the guy to go on stage and talk about Fallout seventy six. But on the other hand, like you kind of have to announce that that shit happened. I mean, they don't though, and that's the thing, right? And here's my my thing: like you can come out. And not say anything, yeah. and that's lame. You can come out and talk about it, but like they've shown in the past, when they do something poorly, they're, they're they talk about, about it. it in this joking way that makes it feel like, oh yeah, you know, blah blah blah, it's not a big deal. Like, no, admit that you fucked up. Yeah, so, it's okay. No, like, I think they, that if never if they if not they once. were to talk about that game's that project's shortcomings in earnest and provide some sort of like. You know, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, like draw, like, look, we know, like, we know that this is what the, this is what it is. Uh, but this is, you know, this is how we plan on, you know, making that better. And that could be it. Dude, they're going to do something stupid. But what they're going to do is, see. They're going to, like, give everybody in the crowd those crappy bags or something like that. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean, it was kind of the same way that they kind of, because uh, one of the things that. Like the long running thing, right? Is that Bethesda is going to find another way to another way to sell you Skyrim, right? Yeah. And then they did that jokey Alexa thing, which turned out to be a real thing. And then and I thought that was funny. That was fine. But like, that but at the same, it doesn't hurt anybody at the same. But at the same time, like responding, I think that it it's I think that it speaks better to speak of like if to acknowledge your criticisms in earnest as opposed to like. Yeah, Hope being up. sarcastic about it. Well, it's like look it. at look at the last uh, Bloodstain trailer that came out. I don't know if you guys saw, but the last Bloodstain tra- trailer starts with a shit ton of tweets and YouTube comments. Yeah, I seen it. Complaining about the visual art style of the game. Yeah. So they improved the visual art style of the game. Yeah. You know, like that's that's a good way to handle these things, uh, especially in a game that you wanted to be an ongoing, living game. You know. Yeah. I am uh, also curious about the PC gaming show. Sponsored by Epic Game Store. Yeah. Uh, not, yes. Them, you know who that is? As well as Frontier Developments, Paradox Interactive, Chucklefish, Digital Extremes, and Funcom. I know who most of those people are. But none of those are a storefront. Yeah. Um, correct. I'm just saying, like, also that. It's, it's, not like, just it's like Sony Conference sponsored by GameStop. <laughs> it's like that's the equivalent of it it is i know it sounds funny but like yeah. it is you know um, uh, i'm just saying like it's not, i just was making the point that it's not just epic games sure it, yes you're you're correct so i definitely wonder how that's gonna go down since everyone has been uh you know very unhappy i mean let's be quite honest i i watch the pc show every year it's normally quite boring I, exactly it's almost always pretty boring one or two things i'm excited for and then i just kind of I'm just there. Kind of just I'm there el- for the rest. Just an elitist tone about all that shit that I don't like. But 
And I've, I've never felt that with that with that conference. I just felt like they're they're showing stuff that doesn't speak to me. Yeah, which is fine. It speaks to other people. Uh, like what, they showed that weird shark game last year. I don't give a shit about that. You know, somebody does. But inevitably, they're going to show some MOBA or RTS that I don't want to play. And I'm sure tons of people do want to play it. You know, but um, and then the last one I don't think we talked about was uh. Uh oh! I already closed the schedule. Uh, I already closed the schedule. People like when you talk into their ears like this. <laughs> <laughs> the joke is, Shinny, that no one likes that. Yeah, uh, Animal Crossing. I very much do think will be Nintendo's main focus. Yeah, uh, they tend to focus E three the past several years on a game. Right, mm-hmm. last year was Smash. Year before that, Breath of the Wild. Uh, I, I th- yeah, I do think it'll be. Animal Crossing. Yeah. Um. I guess one year was Let's Go, right? Was that last year? I don't know. One of the years was Let's Go. Well, they they confirmed that they have Luigi's Mansion and Band uh three and Bayonetta three in development, so they might probably like do something with those. I don't think so, dude. Bayonetta three, I think, is a while off. Uh, it's funny because Bayonetta three got announced before Astral Chains, and Astral Chains looks way farther along, and like that's coming out first. Uh, I forgot about that game. Yeah. And then, like, not to mention, Platinum's probably working on something else as well. Yeah. They're probably not just working on these two games. And my money is, going back to the Square conference, I think Yoko Taro will announce his next game there. And I think Platinum, oh, yeah. and I think Platinum will be attached to it. Yeah. That would, that'll be something to see. Yeah. Uh, I can't I can't remember. Did Is EA... Is EA doing their own thing or not? Yeah, EA Play. It's confirmed yeah. June eighth and ninth, but not in the con- not in the same hall. It's always a different building. Mm. Yeah, it's they're not technically a part of E three, but it's going around on around the same time. Yeah, wonder if they talk about Anthem. More than likely, they probably will. And I will. I feel like they will. Well, I guess, got that. I guess yeah, they've got a big expansion or they something. Got a, they got a yeah, they got a big expansion coming on. But like, yeah. I guess I don't. I don't wonder if they're going to talk about Anthem. Uh, I I think I'm more curious about if they do talk about Anthem, like what do they say about it? They're going to come out they're going to say, last year we gave the world Anthem. And blah, blah, <laughs> oh my blah, God, blah, I blah, hate it when they say. Suck uh, some dicks. I, I, man, like, that's what, that's exactly I hate what that say. shit when, when they say we gave the yeah, world. Yeah, they're going like to pull some bullshit like that. And every then here's every week we give, we give the world our yeah. voices. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Like, about thank that. you for Anthem. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be a weird one. I uh, hope it's good. I, talk about Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've got that, that game coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. I yeah. think it is. You are correct. With that, <clears throat> with that fellow from Gotham. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, I, I don't know. Has Devolver. Said anything yet? Developer Digital is on the schedule. Yeah. Are they going to do uh, another one of their joke things? But I mean, here's the thing. Jokey or not, which it will be jokey. They all have been. Yeah. Uh, I feel like they've progressively gotten better. Yeah. I, because their I'm not first gonna conference sit, showed like a game. I, I'm not going to I'm not gonna sit here and say that game. I wasn't thoroughly entertained both yeah. times. Uh, and also, like last time we saw some really cool shit. Yeah. Uh, and the first time they did it, we saw like we saw cool shit like Ruiner, and I was really into that. So like they like they have like they show some cool games like with within the packaging of like this 
this joke that they that they like to do. Uh, I also think it's and it's not attached to E three, but I think it's fair to bring up the uh, kind of funny press conference mm. because they're going to be showing like sixty or seventy games at that thing. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess they, I shouldn't call it a press conference. It's a video. But they are, you know, their last one, they showed a lot, a lot of games. They revealed a lot of games and it was pretty fucking cool. Yeah. And this one's going to be the same, but I think they, I think it's like 60, 70 games. Yeah. I mean, it's cool. It's, it's really cool to, you know, cause those games wouldn't have had like a, like a big platform otherwise to, exactly. to make their reveal. So I think that's really neat. Um, I don't know. It's just, this is the first, cause normally I'm looking, I really look forward to E3 because I, I, like I just, I love the, um, uh, I love the excitement around it, right? But like this, year, I do enjoy hype. Uh, this year, I just feel kind of weird about it. I'm still excited for it, man. Like I, I love E3, even when it's bad. Like yeah. when it's bad, is some of the best E3s. You oh, know? Yeah. Well, like I, uh, I, I always, I always I, have fun watching E3. Yeah, and but, I don't think, I don't think it will be bad. I, I think it'll be fine. Well, uh, and Microsoft, like Microsoft, could blow everybody away. I, and I hope they do. I hope they do. Well, the way that the uh, the the way that they're talking, it sounds like they know they will. So, yeah, yeah but Microsoft or- is also the company that comes out and says, you know, we're going to show this many games yeah. at RE3 and then count them all down. And it's like half of them are games you've seen before and half of them are not exclusive. And like, you know, like they're, they're very much they like to present their stats. They like to swing their dick around at E3. And like usually it's a small dick. Yeah. You know, but Which, uh, by the way, there's nothing wrong with, with, with a small dick. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah. it, it, there is something wrong with lying about what you have. Sure. Don't lie. Have you been lied to? Yes. <laughs> yes, I have. 100% I have. Uh, That's really funny. And like, uh, I wouldn't care if, if the were, games were good. If yeah. Upfront, <laughs> if they were upfront and honest about yeah. the games, about the games. Yeah. <laughs> And what they're providing. If they're yeah. honest about what they're providing. About the length yeah. and girth of those games. Yeah. Yeah. That would be fine because, you know. Uh, what kind of audience is your game trying to penetrate? Sure. <laughs> you know, how much replay value is there? Yeah. One more sex joke, please. Um, How, like, how good is the tutorial? Oh, that's not good. No, it's not. It's fine. Move uh, on. <laughs> uh, right. If I saw a new fable, though, I'd lose my shit. And I think you probably will, but it won't be Lionhead. Yeah. Well, I, did, I I had no delusions about that, but yeah. uh, <laughs> it'll be playground. The rumor is playground. Mm. Uh, yeah. So it's really weird. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Is it the table racing? Yeah. Well, so like, uh, I. Well, I guess this I mean they make big maps. Depending, good at that. I guess depending on what. How big are these maps? Are they honest about? I the mean, size the Forza game, the Forza well, maps are big. I right? mean, de- I guess depending on your feeling on how you feel about the video game, the club. Uh, that game was made by the people who made Co- Project Gotham, so, yeah. and that game was pretty good. Mm. Uh, you have any like closing thoughts or things we haven't touched on with EA? Not EA, th- E3. No. Well, uh, we probably won't be recording anything for it this year. Mm, but yeah, I mean, we'll record our reactions to it, yeah, our right. thoughts on it afterwards. But uh, yeah, yeah, trying to the the live reaction thing was a big hassle. We had to go to YouTube University for that shit. <laughs> But at least y'all are graduates now. Yeah. It's all this we I had to. I mean, I said y'all. I, I, I did I, not. I put sat there. In there. I sat there and watched your YouTube. I made phone calls. Uh-huh. Yeah. I did. I called Nintendo of America and asked them, "Why are you flagging our videos?" <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, he, he said, "I don't know." Um, yeah. Reggie said, "I don't know." Yeah. So Sony may not be an E3, but it is uh, 
you know, very heavily involved in our game today. Uh, if you remember, uh, a couple weeks ago, we did, uh, I did like a special consoles and ta- asked if they were real or fake. Uh-oh. Yeah, Aston Martin. And we're going to do that, Uh-oh. but all of these are Sony consoles. Uh-oh. Okay, good. I know a lot of them. So, SNK PS3. Uh, fake. And this, and I'm saying like it's not like a bundle. I, it has to be like an actual right. like different console. Right, 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 right. You know what? Real. I'm saying it's real. It's real. I think it's real too. Uh, you are both correct. I was like, Sinead wouldn't just make up an SNK console. Yeah. <laughs> Sinead, you know, uh, you, know what S- you know what SNK is? Yeah, I do. And also the SNK console is like yellow and blue. Uh, Spyro PS1. Oh, that's, absolu- fake. that's absolutely uh, fake. real. That's fake. That's absolutely it's fake. Real. What is it, Sinead? It's fake. It's fake. I knew it. But Spyro is real. Spyro is <laughs> Dragon Quest PS4. That's real. That's absolutely real. Seen it. Yep. yep. Resident Evil PS3. Fake. Fake. Both correct. Because uh, yeah. Resident Evil wasn't a big thing that generation, you know? Not the way it is. Well, there was a Resident, yeah, was. There was a Resident Evil 5 like was. bundle. 5 was a huge selling game. Yeah, yeah. but like not, a, not so much that they would make a PS3 based on Resident Evil 5. Dude, Resident Evil 5 was Capcom's biggest selling game ever. And then you know what happened? <laughs> you know what happened after that? They took away Chris's muscles. Next game. Keep going, Sinead. Uh, good. Yakuza PS3. Oh, absolutely Fake. real. That is absolutely Fake. real. That's real. Real? Damn. Yeah. Uh, last, lose. Last of Us <laughs> PS4. Fake. Uh, real. Fake. Fuck. They bundled it, but there was no. Oh yeah, 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 how how I guess you wouldn't know. Uh, it's just like it's like the it's the PS2 Slim. So who won? Black. Uh, y'all actually tied on that one. Um, you didn't mention any of the consoles I thought you would. Um, and the, Hannah well, Montana PSP. Uh, I was like that was a real thing. Yeah, it was. Well, I was uh want to stick to uh I like with this game I wanted to do more like categories, so I'm just doing like the like categories the, the like living room consoles, and then I'm okay. gonna do like handhelds or like that different times. Sure. Okay. Okay, man. Um. And have you ever seen Scarface? Yeah. No, I have not. Uh, most people are surprised. I've never seen The Godfather in a Rocky movie, and I recently saw a Terminator, I think, or parts of one. There was that Mountain Dew Xbox. Yeah. That was a real thing. Yeah. It was. It was there was green. two of those fuckers. And they should have sold Doritos with that thing too. Like giving you a pack of Doritos with that with that Xbox. Sure. Um Chugging Dew with your bros eating chips and playing Halo. I feel like when Man, we that did that so cool. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like when we did the console review of the special edition ones, we did the Mountain Dew one. Yeah. Or maybe we just talked about it at length. But yeah, that was our game today. Game day. Yeah. Game day. So Game yeah, pass. if you uh, want to tell us what, how you feel about E3 or anything like that, um, you can comment on our YouTube channel, hit us up on our Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have the social medias. Um, but yeah. My name is Shanae Only Howard. our Instagram is active, yeah. by the way. So go there. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you have, I mean, the power to change that is yours. Well, uh... 
Janae Elaine Howard. Ryan. That's not my Ryan name. Ryan Jermaine Robinson. <laughs> hey, I'm keeping the YouTube alive. Shut up. <laughs> uh, well, thanks yeah, for listening to our show. Mm, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.